Welcome back, Starfinders. Season 1, Episode 5 has arrived. We're here. It's been a hot minute since uh, we've been to this virtual table due to some real-life constraints, unfortunately. But it's a pleasure to see all of your smiling faces again, gentlemen. Appreciate you guys coming to hang out. As always, we step into the Starfinder universe. I'm going to do a little bit of a recap of what has happened to kind of get you up to speed if you, uh, you don't remember. Players and all your consumers out there. Uh, but before we do that, tonight's million dollar question. Does your character gamble? Why or why not? Gotta go John John oh, the Wise yeah, first. I <laughs> well, I guess Jimmy chose well, then, Jimmy, for... Do it, Jimmy. Go, go. He gambles because I need money. That's fair enough. And because he's an outlaw. I. It's like what I did with my first cyberpunk character. I took every fucking like noir stereotype you can think of and pushed it into one character. It's good. Good to know. I'm taking notes here. I'm taking notes. All right, John, go for it. Tell me, does your character gamble? Why or why not? So my character would probably gamble if that was what everybody else was doing. But like regularly, he doesn't like look out for gambling. But Frank is a social butterfly and he just wants to fit in with other races and other humans. So if there's a card game going, you know he's going to join it. Okay. And lose all his money. Fair enough. We already hit Jimmy. He would be next in line. But what the fool, good sir. My guy, if you haven't noticed yet, Zorn's an adrenal junkie. Of course he gambles. Good, good. That's threats. Three for three. <laughs> Mr. Shrub Ninja. What about you? Um, Royce probably wouldn't like seek out gambling, but if someone offered him a bet, just the idea of like, I get to choose this one and then like see the results of that choice, like he'd probably be like, yeah, this is great. So, like, probably not gambling to the point of, like, oh, I lost all my money, but just, like, a couple of times, like, with small bets. Like, more for just the, like, I want to see what, you know, what the result is than, like, I want to get a bunch of money. So, like, I don't think he'd bet any, like, large sums of money or try to win a whole bunch, but he'd, uh, I think he'd enjoy gambling, like, just for for pocket change a couple of times so he's not a degenerate that's good to know yeah. and mr acrexus iron fist so crexus will not gamble he has taken a <laughs> vow in honor of yomadai so as to not dishonor yomadai's name damn it i thought it was gonna be unanimous fuck Oh, Krexus, we all knew Krexus wasn't going to What a wet blanket. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, lawful good paladin. <laughs> oh, that's good. I ask for a multitude of reasons that will not be disclosed yet. But uh, it's good to know to get a perspective on whether or not you're a full-blown degenerate like Outlaw is, or if you're the complete opposite like Krexus. It's <laughs> just rude. <laughs> it is pretty rude, yeah. Okay, so... I expect that kind of talk from Frank Valerian, but not you. It's okay. I still love you. It's all right. All right, so now to recap where we left off. 
You guys came out of this nasty place called the Bounty. I'm gonna go ahead and fit this up and share with y'all so you'll have it. Everybody else has got it too. And you basically one-shotted the Sarek. Didn't kill it. Yeah, uh, Brock one-shotted the Sarek. Yes, to clarify. Our soldier boy on the front lines. Cut. Culture I mean, if officer. you want to believe what he says. Oh, yeah, our culture officer. <laughs> Thank you. We, we can believe what we saw. Well, I, <laughs> I didn't believe what actually happened, so that, uh, let's just leave it at that. But uh, <laughs> essentially, you have subdued this unconscious beast for a specific reason to get a sample of its blood at the bare minimum. However... As you all have done flawlessly, gone above and beyond, which I appreciate every ounce of, you took the whole damn body, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. You have also found out that there is some, uh, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, totally blanking on it. The ruins, the ancient ruins were emanating. Right? You guys figured out that uh, something is not right. There's definitely uh, something... I don't know. What's the fucking word that I used? Amiss. Yeah, something is amiss, but I used something else, too, and I'm trying to scroll through my notes to find it, but... Anyway. There's some... It had to do yeah, with that yes, stone there... tablet that we found. Cold stone uh, platform. Some kind of time stuff. Yes. Time... Fuckery, we'll call it. How does that sound? I think that sounds yeah. great. Scientific word. Very, very scientific here, by the way. Okay. And in addition to that, you did find what remained of the most recent team that was sent out there to do the same thing you were sent out there to do. Uh, a multitude of information. You found that there was private data Throughout their comms, uh, the logs showed that there was a hit out on the lead researcher, the head researcher, <clears throat> the chief life scientist, and that uh, that's not a good thing because after all was said and done, we came back to your not quite a hovercraft, not quite a land vehicle. Um, you also found tracking devices as well which you fucking yeeted into the goddamn bounty. And uh, I shouldn't say yeeted. Let me, let me retract that. You placed it appropriately so that it would be consumed by a specific creature. The other... The kayakarikis. No, those are the, those are the monkeys. Jimmy wanted... Oh, the brass, brass yeah, yeah, Outlaw won't put it in the, the rotting carcass of the tree stump so that the... Um, not the Sark is the uh, the beast. What the hell is the other thing? Vrasinea. Yes, the Vrasinea. Very good. Very good. You guys actually do pay attention. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> so yeah, and the uh, chief life scientist's name was Lonnie Deadrun, and there was another chief physical scientist, Volotorsen Maduru. Yes. Somebody's making use of the notes option. Yes, yep. I love it. Too. I put it in chat. By the way, it's right that little blue thing oh, in chat. Oh, that unmarked. Oh, I see it. Okay. Good, good, good. Yeah, and um, we found out that there was a hit on them. And when we got the blood sample, we called for Faron, our fixer, 
and told him, hey, mission's complete. We're coming back. And he was, like, so excited. He had people with him. They were like, they're coming. They got the blood sample. They got the creature. And something sounded, like, fishy. That's when we hit up uh, Kimura, my contact from the Starfinder Society. And she told us, hey, don't go back to Ferran. He's fishy. Go to the hive market. Meet somebody named Knuckles. And we were like, oh, well, shit. Knuckles owes us a starship upgrade. And um, the other thing was there was a temporal anomaly connected to a Galorian artifact that we found. That's the, the wording I wanted to use. Thank you. Temporal anomaly. Mm-hmm. Temporal anomaly, time fuckery, you know, you know potato, all, potato. Yeah, potato, potato. It's all no good. Wibbly, wobbly <laughs> time stuff. It depends where you're from. Nice. So... All of that aside, you guys are right on the edge of the bounty, getting ready to head towards the hive market. Um, uh, real quick, actually, before we uh, before we end that call, like we said that we were bringing the body to the uh, like they're bringing the the beast to the the other guys now, right? We were taking it to the hive market with us because we no longer trust the guy who originally gave us the. Uh, were they mission. wanting us to give it to them when we get there? Who's they? What do you mean? Um, the, At the uh, hive market? Yeah. The, the Starfinder Society contact just said, like, hold on to it. Don't let anyone take it. Yep. Don't let them take it. Right. So we're, like, moving around this giant creature that's sedated. I don't even know. Unconscious. Yeah. I imagine we have it sedated, yeah. Yeah, you use yeah. your web grenades. You webbed it up. It's right. It can't get loose. You guys are, are even if it does become conscious, which it won't. I promise. Um, well, my question is, if we're if we get like pulled over, or whatever that equal equal thing is, uh, and they check the trunk and they see this giant creature that's like the size of our ship, pretty much. Not gonna happen. It's not that giant. It's large. It's it's, it's like, large. yeah, it takes up four spaces, right? Yeah, so. it's it's pretty big. It's yeah. rather large. But no, that's you're not gonna get pulled over by local authorities. There's no such thing. Oh, not in the hive market? Nope. The hive market gonna... is just as shady, if not shadier, than your previous place over in Arl. Hmm. So. Gonna have. Uh, <laughs> so, as we load everything up and everything, I'm gonna have Thrummer back there with the critter just kind of uh, hanging out with it. Being all thrummy. Soothing it as its unconscious thing there. So just a, a quick, um, just a quick synopsis on the hive market. Uh, we all know that Agaton is basically lawless. You know, just saying like there's no local security, whatever. Um, there is basically an, lack of a better term, a bazaar. Okay, and even though it is lawless on top, it has a series of underground tunnels old lava tubes that have been dormant for thousands of years. Um, but in those tunnels, there is uh, there are beings, and I use that term very loosely, called kulans, that if anything goes awry in the subterranean areas, they basically one-tap people. So while there can be shady dealings going on for all types of contraband and what have you, 
there is absolutely no violence whatsoever tolerated. There's zero tolerance for violence down in the subterranean tubes. It's punishable by death? Punishable, and it's not even like a punishable thing. It's like if you even go to grab somebody and rough them up by the collars, you get fucked up. Like these things are, they're like not physical beings per se. They're more like ethereal or like, what's the... Hold on, let me let me pull up the fucking thing here. Ghost-like, spectral, um, world. Are yeah. they like omnipotential works? Here, yeah. Are they all plasmic? How do they know if there's a violent act happening? Because they are connected through their spectral beingness to these caves in some form or fashion. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read a little quick tidbit from uh, the Pact Worlds about the Hive Market itself. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Although its tunnels provide considerable safety from raiders in the weather, the greatest reason for the hive market's millennia of success are the Kulans. These ghostly, glossy-eyed creatures have lower bodies that seem to trail away into nothing. For all their spectral appearance, Kulans are utterly vigilant and viciously attack anyone who performs major thefts or attempts to take over the market by force. So, uh, it sounds like they don't interfere if you like try to just grab somebody and rough them up. They read that wrong. Yeah, they're only there for major things like yeah. Huge I did no, I read that wrong steal. earlier. No, I interpreted that before I read it out. Yeah, anyone who performs major thefts or attempt to take over the market by force, but yeah, so any legitimate business, no matter how immoral, goes unpunished. Yeah, right, so, so they, I they, read that they preserve they preserve the safety of the businesses that are there. Yeah. They make sure that no one steals anything and no one no, no 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 not that no one steals anything. Major thefts. True. Like no one's trying to like steal a starship or something. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah. But if me and a guy get into an argument and into a fist fight, we're not gonna be turned into vapor dust. Right. So I mean, I, will, my but... apologies. I interpreted that incorrectly when I was reading that earlier today. Well, hey, you're the you're the game master. You could decide that that's what they do. I don't want you guys to get one shot by these things. So we're not gonna we're gonna strike no, that from the record. Happen. You know what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So gotta edit that out. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave it in there so I can get fucking <laughs> chastised and roasted. That's fine. Um. Several governing bodies help maintain the hive market, performing minor policing. What, whatever, I none. Uh, provide directions to these groups are often at odds with each, uh, with each other as they maneuver for greater shares of the bazaar's profits and influence. The most influential of these is the Gold Vein Census, a network of Abadaran temples that authenticate goods, notarize deals, and encourage economic growth, all while watching the Kulans with suspicion. There is also a um, dedicated psychic tracker uh, with a group of Kabarat University of Xenoarchaeology and Xenoanthropology that have been doing studies on the tunnels and the Kulans for a long time. Doesn't say specifically, but that's okay. basically the background of the hive market where you guys are going to be heading. So. Now that you know all that, that I completely butchered that, that's fucking amazing. Let's go ahead and pull this up. You guys are getting ready to embark on the ship to head over there. 
But before, yeah, where where would we land? Well, before you do, before you even get in to take off, you begin to see to the south on the horizon these these plumes of smoke that are. It's not as it's not a sandstorm because a sandstorm would cover the entirety of the horizon. It's more n- narrowed down a little bit, like something is traveling towards you. And mm. as these things get closer and closer, they kind of dip below this little ridge that would probably be about maybe four or five hundred yards in front of you that you can still see. And within just a matter of seconds, you hear this. And you have these six-wheel trucks jump over this ridge and land and kind of slide or drift into your location to where you're at. You've been approached by a team of nomads. There's, I would say, maybe like 30 of them, 35 of them, all ranges and sizes and shapes and colors and races. And The biggest one of them all jumps down from his truck and walks over to you guys and, Im- ride, right? and immediately says, Knuckles sent us. We're here to escort you. How do we know that you're telling the truth? You're just going to have to trust us. And by the way, that ship is hot. You got to get rid of it. What'd you say? Make it hot? <laughs> All right. I, I can't hear you over the trucks. Yeah, that we, thing's got to go. We've removed. Go. All right. From it. I'm so, I'm torching it. Don't touch my Don't ride. Wait, that's not that's Wait, the ride no, that they bar- they let us borrow. He's right. The, that's Ferran's ship. Yeah, that's the one that he gave us. It's not our spaceship. It's that little. Yeah, skid. It's, not the, it's not the spaceship. It's the the, it's the, the not the a aircraft. hovercraft, not an aircraft. Yeah, not it's not spaceship. your starship. No, no, no. Your starship is still. Yeah. Park we would safely. never hurt Phil. We ripped all the trackers off of it. Well, he says it's still hot. Um, well, let me ask him then. Uh, what what, do, what makes you think that this is hot? We took all the trackers off of it. Oh, yeah, no, it's right. He torched it. So I, I'm literally just flamethrowing it as yeah. you're asking questions. Uh, what, what about the creature? Did we get it out? We didn't get it out. We have to run in and get Don't the know. creature while it's fire. Fuck. Okay. Well, uh, what do you want me to roll? To run into the flames and get the creature out. Roll me, uh, just roll me in athletics. Roll a, hey, right. Brooks, go grab this thing. Uh, seven. I try to run into the flames. The flames lick me. Nice. You get kissed by the flames, but you do successfully bring out the body. Okay. There right. we go. Okay. Brock helped. He helped and just a little bit. <laughs> I'm pulling out the cage and, and like, Every time I touch it, it's like hot. I'm like, ah, ah, ah. So, yeah, so you pull the body out. Um, this this big, uh, for lack of a better term, he looks like half-breed of an orc and a vesk. More leaning to the orc side than the vesk side. He's big and he's got a tail like a vesk, but he is a, he's got orc fangs that come out, tusks if you want to call them. He's got all these piercings and tattoos. And he looks over to Crexus. And he says, I like your style. Well, that makes one of us. Uh, I didn't catch your name, Traveler. My name is not necessary. We need to move. They're already on their way to claim their ship. All right, Mr. Necessary. I'm Frank Valerian. This is my crew. 
and we will accompany you. We just need to make sure that this creature is properly taken care of. It is very valuable to us. Not a problem. And he does like two-handed big old whistle. And then one of the one of the trucks swings by and the bed opens up and the hydraulics lower down. And you guys can basically just flop it right onto the back of his uh, space pickup truck. Uh, yeah. one, one moment, Mr. Necessary. And I turn to my crew and I say... What do you guys think? Do we go with them? I mean, there's a lot of them. It doesn't really seem like we got a whole lot of choice. Yeah, you're yes. outnumbered by far. I'm going to look over at uh, Cruxus there. Yeah, somebody torched the escape vehicle. I'm going to spin around with the flamethrower still spraying flames in the air. Just what? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, that's great. Uh, I hope Duck. you didn't leave your tools in there, outlaw. Why would my tools be here? In the my ship, tool, I mean. My tools are on Phil. Oh, right. okay. Well, uh, I guess we're going to load up into the back of this new uh, vehicle, and I'm going to climb up in back of it with uh, Thrummer and the other animal. Like, Shotgun. I'm like... My tools are on Phil, and they're also right here. And my character picks up his left hand, and then you see it, like, all the digits separate and telescope out into a bunch of tools, and then snap back in real quick. A Swiss Army hand. And then Frank <laughs> says, oh, no. Oh, no, the drone. The drone. You left it on the... Oh, my God. Where's the drone? No, I didn't. I just walk over to Frank and reach into his bag and pull the drone out. <laughs> and Frank, at this point, is just like... He's just defeated, and he's just going to be like, okay... Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So you guys are all going to scoop up into the caravan. You're going to head off towards the hive market. Uh, and as the cool guys do, walking away from the ship as it is ablaze, you hear a giant explosion and it's just blown to smithereens. Uh, and a few moments later... Frank, your communication device goes off, and it's Ferran. Oh my god, don't answer that! <laughs> uh, I have it in my hand, and I'm looking. Can I? I don't. I don't know if I can hear you because the truck is driving. And oh yeah, I don't front. even know if I heard the communication yeah. device. Yeah, so I'll run. A, I'll do a perception check, and GM, you tell me if that's good enough to hear him. A twelve. Yeah, you hear him. Yep. Okay. Uh, what's that? Yeah, he said he heard him. Yeah. <laughs> if it's that asshole, don't answer it. Well, what do I say? Nothing. You don't. Don't. <laughs> don't pick it up. Just block it. Ignore it. You're dead. He's going to be suspicious. Maybe I could convince him we're on our way and buy us some time. The ship just blew up and he called you. He's calling to see if we're alive. When you don't I mean, answer, he's going to assume you're dead. And it probably goes to a missed call by now Yeah, our conversation. Goes to, yeah, as you guys are having banter back and forth on the way, it goes not to a missed call, but a few seconds goes by and there's now a voice message on your communication device. Is there any way I could patch it to the comm so everybody can hear it? Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. So I do that and I patch it to the comms and I play the voice message. Bad move, Frank. I'm coming for you now. Click. 
Yeah, he's he's not happy. Okay. So that's it. There's no other parts of the message. He's he's coming for you now. You trashed his communication device. You blew up his fucking not hovercraft, not land vehicle. So yeah, he's gonna be looking for you guys. You just see Outlaw kind of pull out his phone, and pull out his data pad, starts pressing a couple buttons. Mm. And and that is to send an encrypted. That's to send a message that Ferran's not going to know where it comes from. That's just going to say, "Don't worry, I'll be seeing you first. Nice. Hold on, I'm taking notes here as well. And Frank has no idea you're doing that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely speaking for me and then not even telling me. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm texting him from my phone, but I'm using, the, I'm using yeah. the computers and stuff to make it seem like it's from a corrupted source. And it's going to say, don't worry, I'll be seeing, we'll be seeing you first. Yeah, but I mean. I mean, who else could it be? <laughs> yeah, it's going to, he's going to assume like, oh, those assholes are alive and they yeah. sent me. I'm going to, uh, uh. Zorn is just, it's already done. Zorn's just worrying about uh, taking care of this animal. And if it wakes up, uh, keeping it calm and, you know, trying to, to just, I don't want it to freak out. Yeah. Um, Rex is going to ask uh, if, uh, if they know what the uh, plans are for this thing. All right. So you guys are basically riding with like the main dude. Um, Mr. Necessary. Mr. Necessary. We'll call him for now because uh, he doesn't want to give up his name yet. But he, he basically, <clears throat> he's going to tell you guys that uh, you're on your way to meet up with Knuckles at an undisclosed location. They have a spot to where you'll be able to hide this body underground where it's going to be completely safe. But as you guys probably know by now, Knuckles is a wanted man by many people. So he needs to remain hidden at all times. That's why he has this large caravan coming to help you. Um, and he well, said, yeah, that's the question uh, I have is how, do, how does Knuckles have this giant caravan of people at his disposal? He is a wanted man for many reasons. He's also a very well-connected man. I shouldn't say man. Excuse me. He's a Yosoki. He's not a man. Hmm. Let's get that straight. In the general sense. Correct. He's very well known. He's very connected. Uh, one of the shadiest of shady. <laughs> no, not his, not his gender. I just assume his race. It means he's not a human. Well, you're also saying his. What if it's a she? All right. Here we, we go. We know that it's, that it's a brother. Oh, he's... He's, yeah, he's, spoken, he's spoken the badger. <laughs> poking the fucking yeah, badger. Um... <laughs> Go ahead, Brian. I'm going to I'm going to look over at Brock's uh, and go uh, kind of scratching the big thing's head, trying like I said, and I'm gonna look over at Brock's. Don't worry, I'm not going to let anyone hurt it. I'm more uh, concerned with what their plans are after. Are they just gonna. They said its blood is valuable. Are they just gonna keep it in a cage forever and just drain its blood? What's going on with that? So, it is interesting. As you guys are traveling to the hive market, there's a hooded figure towards the end of the caravan, the, the one vehicle that you're specifically in with the, the main guy, Mr. Necessary. 
and he and the voice speaks up from under the hood. He says, "Don't worry about it. The plans for the blood are very important, but what's more important is to get the fuck away from this area right now. The bounty is deadly, and the people after you are equally as deadly. Unfortunately, they're also after me." And he removes his hood, and then you guys see this. This is what Knuckles looks like. Let me share this with you guys. He's with the caravan. Oh, Knuckles was with us the whole time. Yep. <laughs> He's there. That's what he looks like. The brother of Tails McGee. And he goes into this long explanation about the research that's been going on. He's known about the multiple hits that have been put out on these research teams that have been sent to the bounty. Um, it's all because there are two separate forms of research and like genetic mutations that have been going on. One was the initial of how the bounty got to where it was and just got out of control and everybody kind of left. And the other is to breed fighting animals. Not protection, I say fighting specifically because it is for gambling. Uh, so like pit, pit fighting? Basically, yeah. Basically, pit fighters, um, the, the, one of the biggest things that goes on in the hive market is gladiatorial battles. There's a pretty big arena where they happen on the daily. There's regular humanoid battles, there's creature battles, and it is oftentimes rigged. So there's a lot of money to be made or to be lost. So that's one of the reasons why I was asking earlier, does your character gamble? Why or why not? Because you could make a significant amount of money at the hive market if you partake in such leisure activities. So uh, is it assumed that they want these blood samples so they can continue to make this creature and have a... Have have a have a fighter that always wins, basically. Correct. And kind of control the market. Correct. So the the first form of uh, genetic research that's been going on was basically to try to re-terraform the whole planet, right? In order to get this barren wasteland to a flourishing garden of Eden, if you will. And when that went awry, they the corrupt saw opportunities to take these creatures that were extremely dangerous and not only make them more dangerous but make them um what's the word T not tameable tameable is a bad word zorn uh, leans over and whispers to brox while this is going on okay just so the dm uh dm knows okay good to know some, some sidebar going on here Hold on, let's get that that stopped. I want to restart that, please. Thank you. So my question for Knuckles is, what do you plan to do with this creature? The creature of itself needs to be disposed because it's deadly. The blood from it is what we really need. So if you haven't extracted any blood samples from it yet, we hey, have... DJ? Yes, sir. Uh, so a uh, quick question exactly where are we so if you're looking at this the map the agaton map that i shared do you need me to reshare it yeah i'm i'm on the agaton map right, i'm so I'm we're, sure in where we're, the, we're currently located. 
In between the high market and the bounty, right? Correct. So you started, I'm going to do a little bit of arrow. You started from there and you're heading there. You're about halfway there right about now. So the, the bounty is still up above us, right? Correct. To your north, it would be. I mean, like relatively close because it looks like we're still kind of driving through the, the, the edge of the bounty. Right. right. You would be driving along the edge of the bounty. That's correct. Hmm. What position are we in in this caravan right now? You would be in somewhat towards the middle of the caravan. Is the creature awake? Negative. Still unconscious. Hmm. Um. We have a blood sample already, right? You guys did not take samples. Uh, bullshit. You did? Yeah, no, we did. Yeah, yeah we yeah. specifically gathered them. All right. Yeah, we got gathered it from Brox's blade. <laughs> nice. It was plenty of it on the blade, that's for sure. But uh, I don't like the idea of uh, destroying this creature for no reason. Okay. And I don't. I don't like that everybody has an agenda for this creature. I think the Starfinder Society would be interested in taking this creature as is whole to study it further. So I don't think that our objectives align with Knuckles or Ferran. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Oh, uh, Zorn is like uh, when he said we're going to the creature needs to be control uh, destroyed. Zorn looked up at um, looked up at it as it uh, as they said that, and uh, instantly leaned back over and whispered uh, to Brox again. <laughs> and and uh, if if you well, first I mean, time you whisper to me, I'll just do telepathy to you. Oh, okay then. Yeah, yeah, we're. Okay, well, Frank is in the dark because he doesn't know. You guys are behind him. He's shotgun talking to this Isoki kind of through comms with everybody, I'm assuming. So the idea is that they want us to dispose of the creature, and I don't think that we do. So I'm going to tell Knuckles, I'm going to say, we don't plan on destroying this creature. We have the blood sample, but this creature... To kill it mindlessly and for no reason at all, it just doesn't align with what the Starfinder Society is all about. I, and uh, you, you owe us an upgrade on our ship, by the way. I haven't forgotten about that. I'll ask to, um, I'll ask to uh, Frank in like a telepathic message, uh, like, uh, what is the plan for it then? What are you? Uh, so, so you want me to relay what they said? No, like uh, I'm asked, like we're in the vehicle, so we heard what you know, you're saying. Okay, so you're you're telling me that telepathically, and I'm gonna get up and say, I'm not sure what we're gonna do here. So, like I'm talking to them, but I'm also answering your question without them knowing that I'm answering you. All right. So you're not sure what we what we want to do with it, we're going to just give it to the society and they'll decide. Yeah, sometimes I just feel like we need to take control hey, of uh, things here, you uh, know, in our mind and things like that. You know what I mean, Knuckles? Just taking control of the situation. Hey, uh, sort of like, uh, like just 
subtly nod to uh, Zorn. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm casting uh, Hill on this creature to wake it the fuck up. And uh, I'm going to cut through the bonds of the sword and then do an athletics check to try and uh, toss it out of the vehicle. And I'm going to attempt a survival check at the same time to kind of scare it to make it run off back into the uh, bounty. Oh, that was almost a 20. Oh, I saw it. Roll it with, uh, with communal. Reroll, dude. Reroll. Not bad. 26 is nice. Yeah, so I just real fast cut through the bonds and then grab it and toss it out of the uh, out of the truck. All then right. give it an 18 to give it the uh, impression that it needs to GTFO. Oh no. Look at, oh no, it's going. <laughs> Alright, so you, you're successful in all of the above. It shakes to life and looks around extremely confused basically lets out a, a giant roar and then jumps off the truck and beelines straight for the bounty as oh, there it goes as it does that immediately knuckles screams fuck why the fuck would you do that um, if you're going to accuse my crew members of sabotage, I would have you know that you should have some evidence for that. That was clearly an accident, okay? Kumala is waiting to extract the beast and bring it back to Absalom Station. Why the fuck would you do that? I would like to see him catch it. Fuck, fuck. And he immediately goes I on. I never agreed to kill it. He immediately goes back to his comms. He's sending a message to Kamala. He's like, it wasn't meant to be killed. He's like, they need to study it. You? Yeah. Yeah. I also didn't want that. <laughs> Good sir. Your exact words were destroy the creature. Dispose of. Let, let, let me tell you what happened when they did that. Like, Outlaws, Outlaws got his phone out and he sends a text. He sends a message to, to Zorn. He's like, hey, man, what's the plan? And then all that goes down. And as that's happening, Outlaw just kind of looks over and then his next text is LOL, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'll, uh, I'll just say that, uh, like, when he says that it was supposed to be, like, captured and studied and stuff, just tell him that I'll, uh, that uh, I also not a fan of uh, your plan to just keep it caged forever and drained of its blood. He's... You have your blood. Yeah. We have the Starfinder Society's blood for their research. Yeah, Knuckles is 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 not happy, but he <laughs> shakes his head and I I get it, I get it. It's fine. For future reference, Knuckles, it would assist everybody involved if you were a little more open about things. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not how we do things around here, so you can uh, don't hold your breath on that one. And he's well, just... I guess there's consequences to every action. As Frank looks on to where the. Uh, where the creature ran into the bounty. As it's running off into the sunset into the bounty. <laughs> yep. He's like, it's fine. The blood will do just fine. <laughs> and he kind of... <laughs> the kinda, blood is property of the Starfinder Society. He just like it's slumps back in his, in his seat as you guys continue on to the hive market. 
he just mumbles under his breath. Kamala's not going to be happy, but fuck her. So we stand by our, our decision and I stand by my crew. Yeah, Knuckles says, yeah, I get it. Not a problem. I got no beef. It's all good. <laughs> Zorn's a bit impulsive, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> so wee bit. We've just created the big bad evil guy for the entire campaign. Not for long. <laughs> I could get him right now. <laughs> I'm in range. I'm in range. I'm sitting right next to him. <laughs> he is in reach. Give me the word, coach. Put me in, coach. <laughs> toss him at the fucking uh, Sargs. <laughs> fucking yeet him off the goddamn truck. I can get him to it. All right, so you guys are pretty much. Zorn's gonna kick back on the back of the uh, on the back of the uh, ride he's on, where laying like kick back, leaning up against exactly where the creature was held, with such a self-satisfied grin on his smug face. grin, Just smug as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's fucking great. <laughs> All right. You guys are uh, pretty much approaching the hive market. You can see it as you're coming up over the hill. It's just this big open air bazaar. You can see all forms of land vehicles, hovercraft. There are no airplanes, though. There's no starships of any kind around the area. You don't see any like uh, landing areas or anything like that. Um, let me get a little bit of uh, let's see if this is uh, this is the right one. Probably not, of course. Yeah, that is the right one. Good. So you're approaching this exotic bazaar, and the caravan kind of just fans out around. And immediately, Knuckles turns to the big guy that's driving, and he says, take, take him to our spot. And within seconds, he just vanishes into the crowd. So you there got he goes again, disappearing. Gone. Untrackable, untraceable. And as he disappears and, and kind of wanders off into the crowd, you see Tails appear. She's waving. She sees she sees you, Frank, most of all, and she sees uh, Zorn as well because Zorn is the one that basically stabilized her. And she's she's waving frantically. Oh, we're gonna we'll go talk to Tails. You guys meet up with Tails, and she's kind of panting a little bit. It's extremely hot, number one. And she's furry, number two. So, uh, she's... Oh, I'm so glad you guys showed up. Don't mind my brother. He's a bit of a ass, if you will. He's yeah. not happy with us. Yeah, we, we, uh, we're all too knowledgeable about how much of an ass your brother is. Yeah, it's fine. He'll, he'll get over himself soon enough. It's fine. It's fine. How are you feeling, Tails? How have you recovered? I've actually recovered quite nicely, thank you. I, I cannot express my level of gratitude for saving my life. I'm forever in your debt. Well, it's not every day you get shot in the neck and survive. This is true. This is true. Follow me. We need to head off to a place where we can get some rest and reprieve, as I'm sure you are very tired and need some rest, some sustenance. 
I could use a drink. We need our ship upgrades. Your ship upgrades will happen. You need to give my brother a little time to cool off. He's uh, a bit of a hothead, but he's good on his word. Don't have to worry about him. Well, I sure hope so. We have a dwarf with a trigger finger. As I look at Crexus, <laughs> I would hate for him to believe that we were wronged. It's just, it's fine. Just, we need to go rest and relax a little bit because there's much to discuss. Much has transpired since y'all went into the bounty almost three days ago now. Yeah, we're going to be going back there shortly too. Why on earth would you want to do that? There's more to uh, uncover there. We found Our good something. good friend Crexus has a holy mission to rid the galaxy of evil, and it is centered within the bounty at the moment. Very yeah. true, very true. Our hands are tied. Well, that uh, is an interesting turn of events. And I want to know more about this occurrence. All in due time, Tails. But first, let us know exactly what's going on here, because it is hard for us to determine who are our allies and who is here trying to take advantage of us. So you guys are going to accompany her to the cantina, for lack of a better term? Um, hey. Yeah, real quick though, uh, I'm going to go ahead and cast Detect Magic specifically on her. I want to see if uh, this person in front of us has any type of illusion magic covering them or anything like that. Do it. Roll me them them shiny math rocks. Well, I mean, it's not really shiny math rocks. I'm I'm just casting Detect Magic. All right. Uh, you detect all magic spells, effects, items, and objects, as well as hybrid items in the area. Um, you detect a multitude of magical items in the area. However, oh yeah. however, none of them really pertain to her. She's not wearing any disguises. She's she's straight up as it is. Okay. Just wanted to make sure that whoever I was talking to in front of me wasn't someone covered in illusion magic or something fun like that no she's she's on the level okay he's on the level so you guys are going <laughs> to accompany her over to the let's call it the just call it the cantina whatever that's fine you guys will go and sit make yourselves comfortable because you have not rested since um before the bounty basically your drift yep. travel to Akaton, correct yep pretty much all right, so let's do this. I'm going to go ahead and pull up the combat tracker. I'm going to give you guys a full do a full rest here. Basically going to give you the overnight rest to reset everything. This way you guys are good to go. You spend some time here. You guys, uh, essentially, you walk through the weaving outer bazaar and you get to this kind of like almost like a desert beer garden type establishment. And there's indoor seating, there's outdoor seating, there's people mingling about, there's dice games going on, there's all types of card games going on. Uh, it's essentially a circular 
establishment. The bar is a full 360 degree wrap around. There's probably about seven or eight bartenders. Um, the bar itself is maybe, I don't know, maybe a hundred feet round, if you will. Its circumference is rather large. And you guys walk through what would pass for security is not really security, although it is. Um, Tails just nods at them. They let you guys in, and you guys proceed to go through in towards the back into a, a private lounge area. Everybody everybody sits down. Uh, it's basically like a... Uh, it would be, again, like a booth type. It's not like an open table. It would be a, a closed booth, so if... However you want to pick seating, if you will. Who wants to sit, bitch? Who doesn't? Who wants to be on the end? I know Outlaw prefers to sit in a position to see the entrances and exits. As he's shaking his head with those I can't see. Um, <laughs> and immediately, well, uh, tells, yeah. she, she lets everybody sit down, and then she basically takes her spot at the end right there. You going to say something? I was, I was gonna say, uh, I'll sit at one of the, uh, the ends so that I can quickly get up if I need to. Okay. I'm going to, I mean, if it's a circular table, I'm going to sit at the other end so I can have, uh, have a thrummer next to me petting him. Okay. Uh, is there any room next to Brock? I'd like to sit next to him. Sure. There's plenty of room next to Brock. All right. That's where I'd be. All right. So now you guys are all settled and sitting, and Tails, she orders drinks for everybody. She's like, every, every everything tonight is on me. Whatever you want, I can get it here for you. Just tell me. <laughs> well, once again, Zorn is looking for the most... Uh, Either the oddest, most unique, something like that. Like it, it, he's he's not going for the burger and fries, you know. He, he's looking for the off the wall drinks and food to try. Uh, I'll just try whatever anyone else. I'll look at what Brock's getting, and I'll just get that. <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah, I'll get the. Uh, so I guess we're all three getting the same thing, just to like all try, like whatever the the new thing is. Soren's like, wait, 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 I got a better idea. We're going to get this, this, and this, and then we'll all try this. I'll try each other's. It's going to be great. <laughs> and we do that. The food comes and Tails is watching intently as y you all are sharing food with each other. And she kind of gets a look on her face that no, not quite confusion, more curiosity than anything else. And she just kind of leans into the table to, how long have y'all known each other? Just, I think at this point we've known each other like, uh, like, like I think I have known them like what, two months maybe? Yeah, it's been like a month or two max, right? <laughs> Sharing, yeah, I, would, I, I think even less than that for me. Yeah, I would lie and say we go way back. <laughs> uh, just look Should I block? Like, I just while eating food, just telepathically, just yeah, about two months. 
Oof. I rolled a 28 on my bluff. <laughs> For a very right long time. We go way back. We go way, we go way back. <laughs> just immediately undo it by about two months. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about. Way back. Yeah, say, time I is different for the other ones. Maybe he knows Outlaw for a really long time. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. time is different for uh, uh, Brock and his kind. No, it's not. Well, like so, the first <laughs> port, the first port that Zorn landed that landed Phil in. However long ago that was, that's when Outlaw's like, "Hey, I'm your new engineer." Yeah, she... I think that he, I think that he met you before he met. Uh me and uh, Zorn. And Frank, yeah. Okay. Zorn and Outlaw have known each other the longest. Okay. But even then, it, I think it's like I met uh, Outlaw like a month or two before the, before you. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're all still pretty relatively new to each other. Yeah. yeah so she she kind of... I have no idea what he's talking about. We're all pretty new to each other. She kind of so settles good. herself and says, that's interesting. My culture sharing food is something you don't do often unless you are very very close with one another but I digress and as she says that she kind of sits back and she's got two shot glasses in front of her she just whacks both of them back immediately and just gives like a huh oh my now gentlemen down to business. I hope you have your listening ears ready. The research that has been going on here is, uh, for lack of a better term, curious. I work for Kamala and Starfinder Society is doing good work here. But there are others that are much more foul as you already know. Faran is extremely corrupt and we don't know how to get rid of him. He's far too powerful. How to get well, rid of him? Please, Zorn, enlighten us. Did you see what he did to the creature as I'm pointing <laughs> over to Brock? Yeah, she's like, we don't know how we're going to get rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> With a mouthful of food. You know? <laughs> yeah, she's like, I don't know how we're going to get rid of Haran. And then, you know, when he's saying that, Outlaw just kind of pulls his revolver out and puts it on the table. Uh, so, Tails, you know how the Level 21 crew and whoever else on Absalom Station were after you. Well, it seems like we're getting the same treatment from Ferran as he has stated to me that he's after me for our betrayal. Ferran is after everyone. If it fattens his pockets, he's after it. All he cares about is credits. And to me, honestly, well, then, it's disgusting. Well, then we know his weakness. It's his wallet. And, and if he can hurt it. Yeah, and also that. And also that, yes. She says, there will be time to deal with him, but for now, we have a guest. And Kamala comes walking in and sits down at the table. She looks at everybody and then turns to Frank and says, Frank, good Kamala, to see you. Kamala, nice to see you. Yes, ditto, you owe me a soda. Anyway, great to see you. The vials you have them 
We do indeed. I look over to Zorn and Brock. So my brain is escaping me as a player. Who exactly was Kamala again? She was our original contact from the Starfinder Society that knows me from way, way back. She's okay, like, okay, okay. she's that's someone what, we can trust. The big lizard bitch with a wrench. No, no, nope. that's not her. No, that's someone else. Oh. Okay, that's Kamala. what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. No, Shelly. She's the only one that we can trust. Shelly uh, is Frank's friend from the Academy, the mechanic, the big Vesk mechanic. Kamala is the... Uh, dark-skinned human who's like who is a professor what is, what is the society's plans for with uh that creature's blood the blood needs to be tested we need to take it back to absalom station where we can run a multitude of tests on it it is unfortunate that you don't have the creature however the blood will do just fine very well. We have Talk exactly to your what friends you about here. not wanting to destroy things. It's 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 fine. It's fine. I am just glad that you guys made it out alive. I I have to apologize, Frank, and to the rest of you. And she looks at everybody in the eyes sincerely and deeply. She says, "I I knew there was going to be turmoil, and I sent you in there anyway. But I had faith that you guys would come out alive, and you did." And for that, I am eternally grateful. However, there are alternate dealings that need to happen here on Akaton in regards to Faran and his crew. <clears throat> she clears her throat, pulls out her comm unit. These are all of his known associates, and she just swipes up and gives you about a dozen contacts. Those contacts have yet to be defined in detail, so no, I don't have any of their fucking names yet, okay? <laughs> but... You basically have his whole roster. You know all of his crew, where they hang out across Akaton and off-planet as well. Basically, she gives you the dossier on each and every one of them. She's like, they, they will never stop. She's their, their goal is a very lofty one, and it is the shadiest I have ever seen. If what they, is it? They, their plan is to take all of these creatures and weaponize them. Number one, to be able to control them. Number two, to lace all of the gladiatorial battles to line their pockets so they never lose another match again. Hmm. That scares me because there are many, I don't want to say thousands of years, century old gladiatorial battles that happen specifically on Vesk Prime and all throughout the planets of Vesk that are in jeopardy of being tarnished. That cannot happen. So they would plan to take these creatures, clone them in some way, or create an army of them, and use that to uh, influence other planets other than Acton? Correct. Because I was going to say, if they're going to do it here, the Kulan, I don't know if they'll let that allow that to happen. Uh, that's the other edge of the sword, if you will, for lack of a better term. Now, she's speaking. You notice Tails get up from the table and just disappear into the cantina. Uh, can I ask her before she leaves? Nope. She just, she's just gone. That's it. 
she compensation no no she doesn't even hear you she just goes off on her own so we're just uh, here on our own then. Well, you know, you're with Kamala. Kamala's there at the table with you guys. T oh, Tails okay. is the one that got up and walked away. Okay. So then I have a qu I have a couple questions for Kamala. My first question is: Is there anything in the Starfinder archives about Galorian artifacts on Akaton? Yes. Anything that she can elaborate on? There are um, there are a few different shrines throughout Akaton as well as other planets here in the Pact Worlds. Not much is known of them, other than they vibrate and emanate, and they distort time. Yeah. Uh, DG, I want to point out that Jimmy wrote something in chat for you in uh, in Fantasy Grounds. Nice. Yeah, I see that. Thank you. Good. And your stealth, uh, your stealth is yeah. You're good. You're fine. You don't have to worry about really stealthing either. Too. That's fine. You want to just tail her to see it, and she she doesn't leave the building. So just as a quick sidebar, she goes she goes around to the other side of the bar, and she's on her comm unit, basically meth texting someone. Ooh, and, what's that slight hand? He wants to know who she's texting. Right, am I correct? Yeah, but how slight a hand. Placing oh. a tracker on her. Okay, oh. placing a tracker on her. You successfully do that. She has no idea that that's being done. Okay. Do you want to know who she's texting? Is that something of interest to you, or do you not care? 15? Eh. She's texting her brother, Knuckles. I'll just kind of sit here, hidden from her, and just kind of like, Trust see it. if I can see what she's saying to him and what he's saying. What More importantly, what he's saying back to her. She's trying to get him to come to the bar, basically. And he's telling her, no, not yet. It's not time. It's not ready. Um, so there, it's known by the Starfinder Society that there are temporal and anomalous artifacts on Akaton. Correct. Kamala says that there is in intense research going on back at Absalom Station because specifically from here something happened and it spiked activity at the Star Stone, which is in the heart of Absalom Station. Something is up. Hey, by the way, as a side note, DG, yep. uh, I keep one of the vials of blood. All right. Mm, good idea. I would assume you guys took like multiple, like five vials of blood, right? I mean, you're not taking just like yeah. two or three, right? Okay. It could be our last ditch effort to communicate, to uh, talk to Ferran if we are in, our, in a pickle or something. Noted. That's good. Smart thinking. Big brain plays. Love it. Also, like that, it. that stealth skill for my drone was to go out and uh, post itself above the front door, and it's scanning for people that look like they're coming to look for us. Like, once I have that list, once we have that list of contacts, that are in Franz network. Um, I put all those profiles in the drone so it can alert me if any one of them get close. Nice. Or and, database and, yeah, they work with. There's physical yeah. uh, appearance, like there's pictures of them too. Like it has a full on, it's almost like if there were like mug shots, like there's the front on, there's the side like profile. So you got, you can get a good scan of them and upload it so that any tracking software on the drone would be able to pick them up, any facial recognition. Well, like I've got, so 
I'm listening to the conversation because I walk back to the I walk back to the table and I'm listening to the conversation, but my right eye is the camera feed from the drone. Okay. So I see everything on my left eye and I see what the drone's seeing through my right eye and it's kind of like looking at the door and it's kind of scanning the front to make sure we're not about to get someone's not making sure no one's going to roll up on it. Right. Okay, so just uh, to play on that a little bit, you would be, the drone would be up on top of the front door stealth. Nobody can see it, obviously. But that entrance looks to the south. Would you also have that drone looking to the north? Would it be kind of doing like a full... Hey, I'm checking out the whole area, or are you just looking specifically for the general area coming into the cantina? You're muted. The general area coming into the cantina, like from the door down the street, someone if someone's like walking, if it looks like people are walking and they're strapped, or they're looking like they're walking like they're on a mission. Okay. Alright, that's good to know. Um, I wanna ask Kamala, um, with these artifacts, uh, these Galorian artifacts, I'll tell her that we encountered one in the bounty. And we're afraid that when we were there, that it affected us somehow. She says, uh, wait, we she, told- she interrupts it. Wait, 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 wait. What, what did you feel? Like Time what? moved in a strange way. We were only there for a short period of time, but when we left, Veron had accused us of being... Uh, gone for a really long time. She immediately starts taking, putting notes into her data pad. It's like, yes, that is similar to some of the other tests that have been run. It shifts time in ways that we don't understand yet. And that's one of our big focuses of research. It's the will of Yomadai. Well, if Yomadai. And she turns to, she turns to Corexus and what did you say? It is the will of Yomadai. Interesting. Interesting. He's on a holy quest. She's taking. Uh, we're we're on a God. holy quest. She's taking taking notes again on her our data pad after Crexus says that. God damn it, Brian! I know you cut out, but I know you said we're on a mission for Gad. Hundred percent, I did. On a mission, Gad. Hundred percent, I did. I'd like to know if there's any major rivals for Ferran that are in the hive market or in this area anybody that he calls a major enemy but do she, you want me to roll for something like that no do you, I mean other than us um, she yeah. says unfortunately not he was born here and has run shit for a very long time there have been a few attempts to quote remove him from power but they were all unsuccessful and wound up in death. So people kind of just do their thing and let him do his thing. Would it be a better place without him and his fucking goons? Absolutely. Well, Kamala, I believe that uh, we were successful in our mission. And as such, I believe our business here on Akaton is done. It is not. Uh, do you have a ship we can, uh, uh, do you have a ship we can commandeer where we are, we're heading back to the bounty before we leave here? 
Well, I, I wanted to do that without her knowing, but okay. Crixus is not the sharpest tool in the shed when it comes to not telling people. <laughs> nice. We're, like, at this point, Zorn's confused because, like, Frank's been giving her all our details, so Zorn's like, I guess he trusts her with everything, so fuck no, it. We were, we were sent on a mission by the Starfinder Society <laughs> to check out what was yeah. going on. We did our mission. I'm briefing her on her, on the, debriefing her on the mission. Everything else after that, no one has to know. Okay. If going back to the bounty, going and murdering Faron. Yeah, I still need a ride from her. <laughs> sure. And no, but I mean, you said what you said. It's all good. And um, we need to find some way to have some secret communications with each other. As you do that, as you're asking her, you know, you're wrapping up the briefing. You see Tails now return with Knuckles. Oh, good to see that you've returned. Didn't even, Outlaw didn't even pick that up. That's how fucking slick this guy is. He just, they they both appear and you're looking, he, Knuckles is like, you're looking for a vehicle to get out of here? I got you. He just gives you like this set, this set of keys, like this old school, it's got black fuzzy dice on it. I slide it over to Zorn. He's like out back where we came in and parked. There's a giant six-wheeler out there that'll fit all of you. Take it. It's yours. I owe you more than that for saving my sister's life. And I apologize for being a dick earlier. My mind gets the best of me sometimes, and I should not have spoken to you like that. I hope you accept my apology. Sure. Apology Phil, accepted. Phil could use an upgrade, and I, I think that was part of the deal. It will greatly help the crusade. Well, also kind of goes, I'm glad you kind of came to your senses and decided to apologize for being an ass. Because I almost turned you into this guy named Brock. I deeply... He's still at the table. Yes, yes, they're, they're still at the oh, table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is every time like somebody says my name, I just look up from my dish like, what? No, Brock. I'm, I'm talking about Brock, the guy who's like, hey, man. I don't get that. The fucking dude who Jimmy went and like got a bunch of stuff from. Like, oh, you know, party. yeah. That guy's name was uh, Bra. Bra, Bra. Oh, yeah. Bra the fixer. <laughs> so easy, Bra. And while I'm eating, I think I heard Brock's. Or I, th I thought I heard Brock too, so that's why. Um. So I would tell uh, Knuckles, yeah, are you gonna are you gonna be a man of your word and give us the starship upgrade that was promised to us? I'll do you one better, he says. Whatever upgrade you need, anytime you need work done, you bring it back to me, free of charge. Accepted. Damn it, Joe. Here are the coordinates <laughs> to our ship. <laughs> <laughs> Please make sure that it is well tended to while we still have business here on Akaton. And I would like a direct contact with you, Knuckles, so we don't have to play this song and dance and trying to find you all the time. He says, hey, hold up your comm unit. And he pulls out his and basically just taps your comm unit. He goes, that's my contact. He's like, it's an encrypted way to get in touch with me. 
Very well. I'll have my communication officer take care of it. And I look at Outlaw and I give him a look like, unencrypt this. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going. Uh, all right. Um, I'm <laughs> not today. <laughs> not today. <laughs> <laughs> but um all right so uh looking over at kamala uh so we have then it we have completed our job from the starfinder society correct correct your contract has been completed signed off paid you check your accounts your credits are there all right frank we have been paid frank please please be careful the rest of you as well Ferran is not to be messed with. Tread lightly. Don't worry. Don't worry, Kamala. And he, Frank looks around at his allies and he says, I'm in good company. All right, so you slide a hand. All right, so that's a good, that's good enough for, uh, you put a tracker on him as well. But now you have a track, <laughs> now you have a tracker on both of them. Hey, uh, outlaw. Huh. Come outside with me. We're going to go over this vehicle. I believe I'll be joining you gentlemen as our business here is done. And I'll look back at Knuckles I like, hey, I know Captain is sending you to our ship to do those upgrades, but like I told you earlier, there's this guy in the city and his name is Bra, and he has got a hard on to find you. He offered me some primo loot to turn you in. So just know he's looking for you and I don't think it's for good reasons. You mean that the tall skinny guy? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not too worried about him. How much did he offer? Oh, he offered me some primo loot for fur. I was trying to get in. I was telling him I was looking to securely transfer some cargo with no questions asked. And he offered me a good deal on some pricing if I turned you in. I'll do better than he does half price of what he does nice he said you know what fuck brockeen you tell me what you need i'll get it to you for no cost how does that sound i'm telling you just find someone that needs something transferred and they don't want any questions at i think that sounds i'll get our well. stuff well, Kamala, I really appreciate this job that you've given us, and we hope the Starfinder Society finds what they're looking for. And you know where to contact me and my crew. We're just going to head out, probably head out to our starship and, and leave the area. Frank, before you, before you leave, I don't know what your intent is to stay on planet, leave planet, back to the bounty, whatever it is. Be safe. Sure, no problem. And Kamala, one last favor from one Starfinder to another. Sure. Can you send me all the information the Starfinder Society has on these temporal artifacts? Absolutely. She She's going through and she's... I just sent a message to my lead research scientist. You should have the data within 24 hours. Thank you. And uh, I'd like to CC it to my communications officer, Outlaw. Not a problem. Well then, gentlemen, off. Yeah. 
Let's right. go. Everybody, we're gonna go over. We're gonna go over our um, our new ride. This is also the opportunity here in the hive market to, you know, out of character. Obviously, right now you guys just hit level four. So if mm -hmm. there's anything in terms of gear or weapons or ammo or anything like that, you can pretty much get it all here. Um, even if you don't and you choose to get it back at Arl before you get on Phil, whenever that may be, uh, you still have the same offer from Knuckles as well. Anywhere you want to get stuff from, he can get it to you. Not a problem at all. Uh, how much did we make from that uh, Starfinder mission each? I don't remember at all. Hold on. Hold on. Going back to my notes here. And I got some money if you guys need something. Well, remember, you just got a very, very good offer from Knuckles. He's yeah, basically getting you... Well, no. Gear and shit, too. He's like, because you saved his sister's life, he is, like, forever in debt to you guys now. So anytime you need starship upgrades or something to be fixed with starship, he's going to do it for free. And because he was talking with Outlaw about Brakim saying he he was looking to get his money out on him because he owes him money or whatever the case is, and he was talking about getting stuff or whatever, he's like, fuck that guy. I'll get it to you for free. Whatever. Not a problem. Just tell me. Say the word. Can and you find mag magical items? Yes. Wow. Yeah, he's okay. So, just in terms of like leveling the playing field to, for a better understanding, Ferran runs deep, but so does Knuckles. They're not enemies, but they're not friends either. So, it's like what Ferran can do, so can Knuckles. He's got just as much pull as he does. And if I'm okay. scrolling back through my notes here. The initial contract was quite hefty, I do believe. Yeah, 10,000 credits each. You guys check your accounts and you have that now, so... I want to go ahead and... So between five of us, 12... What is it? 10,000 credits each. 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 It was a hazard pay, man. She was not expecting you guys to come out alive. <laughs> so Okay, well, then in that case, I would want two frag grenades, two screamer grenades, two shock grenades, and two sticky bomb grenades. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. And did he say he was going to get it to us for free? Yep. Okay, then yeah, two of each. Yeah, you don't need money right, right now, anyway. I mean... That's a that's a, that's a ball move, Cotton. As a as a GM, what what's the limitations on that? Whatever you can carry. Uh, are you sh are you sure about that? Oh, I am positive. Give a give us a level limit on the items. Uh, well, now I'm encumbered, so. <laughs> uh, I guess I would get some. Are you sure about that? I'm Remember the encumbrance system. But I say, let me get a coil rifle and a multi uh, coil rifle assassin and a multi stage rifle quad. You're not driving a vehicle through the bounty, you will be on foot. So, yeah, we do need our tents and stuff like that. 
Remember uh, the encumbrance system. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, I can I can leave stuff on the. Uh, yeah, you can gear truck. out the truck and leave whatever you want on the truck. Absolutely. Think of this as like fucking commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, when he goes to get all of his fucking gear and he just loads all of his shit up. I am giving you the opportunity to load the fuck up right now. And it's oh not because I'm a nice fucking GM, okay? Remember that. Don't ever mistake my kindness for weakness, gentlemen, okay? All right, well, um, definitely getting the grenades that I want. You've seen so there's, two. There's no level limit on it? You see, obviously, you're not going to get level 20 shit because you can't use it. All right. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like, what's, uh, yeah. so are we, it, does it have to be our level or below? That's what I'm asking. Yeah, like, general rule of thumb would be anything that you can use, right? Okay. Well, the level limit is also a yeah, a suggestion. So I didn't yeah. know if you were having it be a hard limit for us or what. Right, like right you now. can use level twenty stuff at level four if you it's find just level really 20. hard to get that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we were asking specifically yeah. those questions. No, I get that. Because if it's our level or, or below, there's no upgrades I need. And I, yeah, I'm giving you uh, the reason I'm going to give you free reign, mostly free reign, is because I want you to take the time to look at what you would want investment in your characters. You know, we discussed early on that I want this to be a long term campaign. So I don't want you to do like little piecemeal here. Oh, you got like, oh, you got this little piece or you got that little piece. Think about something that you. If you have the opportunity to grab something now and invest in it throughout the remainder of this campaign to level 20, let's make that educated decision, right? You want to load okay. up on fucking grenades and become the fucking grenade master? That's cool. That's fine. Also remember, don't abuse it. Well, that's what we're asking is like, what is abuse? Like, Do you really need me to define abuse? That's okay. No, it's just... It, it, <laughs> Say it, Brian. It's, uh, okay, I, I will tell you specifically, it, it goes back to old war, war wounds for me, Joe, and Jimmy specifically. We had a DM that every time something ended, he was like, we we're like, so what do we have? Because, you know, you want to know what's available and what's possible. Sure. And he would just be like, money's no object, whatever you want. And it's like, well, then I get a starship. Give me, let me know what we're working with. Here, right. You well, know? you you got your starship. That's going to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. The starship is there with upgrades. You're going to get your your one uh, upgrade right now is going to be free of cost. Any maintenance stuff down the line, he's going to do free of charge. If you want to invest more, we can discuss that more later. In terms yeah, yeah. of well, we'll gear and weapons up. and all that stuff too. Right. Like while you're here, you guys have not left yet. You are have not gone to the bounty yet. Let's take some time to have a nice long rest here at the hive market. Let's not be so anxious to get back to the bounty and kind of think about the group composition. You've already seen two of the just only two enemies from the bounty that are already fucking enormous. The first two enemies you've encountered. Uh, I want a blaze rifle. I'm trying to put it in chat. It's not letting me, but it's uh, 1,900 credits, and it's a level four 
rifle, 1d10 fire damage. Nice. So I'm going to take that with me. Ah, so the freak class? Yeah. Got it. Yeah, so the upgrades I want, I need to be at least level six. They're level six upgrades, so like oh, there's really nothing at level four that for me to upgrade. So I'm I'm good. Right, and the whole I, like I get the war wounds thing. I'm not trying to be that GM. I'm just I want to give you the opportunity here, early enough on in the campaign to say, hey, this is the spot to do something like take a good look at where we all stand now and the future of things to come. Yeah. And if you can make the investment, do it because I'm not just going to give you free reign throughout the entire campaign. That's not going to happen, obviously. But mm -hmm. you like the whole backstory of Tails and Knuckles, like nobody really asked them what their relationship is. And they are the bond, that, the bond that, well, the bond that they have runs a lot deeper than brother and sister. So like they are forever in your debt. Like that's just... They will die oh. for you, basically, if they had to. That's the way it goes. Yeah, they're, they're our bros. We're their bros. Space bros. I was just making sure, because if you were going to go through with this, I was going to be like, let me get that 12d6 piercing bleed 46 fucking sniper rifle, thanks. <laughs> oh, was that what you put? Is that what that was over in Discord? Okay. Yeah, he was being. No, that was me. That was. Oh, that was uh, Tang. Okay, the best so monolith no, breed. I was, I was like, I was like freaking out because if you were saying we could have free reign to get anything we want, I was like, oh sweet, twelve v six rifle that on hit also does forty six bleed. Sweet, sweet, <laughs> sweet. I'll take it. Sold. Yeah, the, the Vesk monolith three heavy armor worth almost a million credits. Yep. Right. Plus twenty six. Plus twenty seven. Plus five. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, I don't have anything I really need to upgrade right now. Uh, my upgrades will come a little lighter. I upgraded my armor. I can't get an upgrade to my uh, sword or my staff yet. Yeah, I'm actually um, looking at uh, armor upgrades, honestly. I'm trying point. to drop things, but they're not really doing it. Where are you pulling them from, John? No, no, I'm trying to put them as uncarried not carried and it's not lowering my encumbrance all right hold on let me see so when i go to my uh my inventory. items mm -hmm. inventory so there's equipped there's carried and then there's not carried when i'm doing the not carried it's not lowering my encumbrance yeah oh it yeah, it is. yeah it is it is yeah yeah i it's was about to say it should it should show that like updating okay there we go uh yeah Okay, so I got to figure out how I can get rid of some stuff. Carbon skin, what is this? Sorry, I'm just thinking out loud. No, 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 that's totally cool. And that's what this session is mainly about, is to, you know, get some more updates on the plot. The plot thickens. You guys now know that there are ulterior motives on the other side, which you kind of knew already, but now you, you really know that Ferran is just looking to fatten his pockets, what he's trying to do with the genetic mutations of these creatures. Mm -hmm. um, the other part of it too that I rolled on but didn't roll successfully was um, meeting back up again with Shelly unfortunately you missed her at the bar you left too soon so anyway ah. alright she'll, she'll make an appearance later <laughs> spoiler alert oh you know what you guys definitely make sure you're backpack is equipped it just gave me yep. way more yep uh and unencumbered and encumbered yep 
Yep, 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 yep. You guys should all have the Starfinder backpacks, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you guys if you equip it, it, it gives you more uh, encumbrance stuff. Yeah. I'm currently I'm... at 12 uh, encumbrance, and I've got 20 before I'm encumbered. So if anyone needs me to carry anything. Pack mule. Dude, I got, I'm only using four of my encumbrance. Nice. Right. <laughs> I'm carrying a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> okay, I'm fine. I'm fine now. I have everything I need. All right, good, good, good. I'm That's just... including carrying my old armor in addition to wearing the new armor. All right, so you guys want to uh, head over to do a sweep on the vehicle? Yeah. Yeah, Outlaw, why don't you take a look at this vehicle, make sure there's no trackers on it, make sure it's not sabotaged in any way. Okay. I love that you just have the book right there, John. Yeah, I love the book, dude. Gotta have it. Ugh. Let me assist. I'll give oh, you shit, at least a plus two. I should roll perception first to check. What? Well, here's my. Oh, I can't do computers, but I can do engineering. Nope, I can't either. It's red. No, Never mind. No, you have perception. You're good. You sweep the vehicle, and there's no tracking devices. Um, the key. It, it's a. It's a special. It's like a keyless start, for lack of a better term. It will only start with that key, so it's not like somebody can go like hotwire it. Obviously, if they, you took, if you took ten, you could, but it's it's one of his personal vehicles that. Is, is like signature basic. You can only start with that key. And it will seat all five of you, including your companions, if you will. Mm. Uh, you got oh. plenty of, you got, it's basically like, all right, so if I were to, to describe it visually, it's like a six wheel ATV that is the size of, let's say, a the 18 van, okay? That for just for sake of size and it's got bench seats on the inside with harnesses so it's not like regular seat belts it's got full harnesses to seat everybody obviously driver passenger it is armored it has almost like um like if it were like an armored armored vehicle in terms of i don't even i'm just failing at words right now it's so bad but essentially it's got mm -hmm. like the windows are kind of like vented to where you can see out of them, but they're armored. The glass is armored. Um, it's got not just bulletproof glass on the front, but it's blast-proof glass. So it can take um, grenade blasts and, and rocket blasts and stuff like that. Uh, is it an all-terrain vehicle? Yes. Amphibious? Yes, it is all-terrain vehicle. Not amphibious, though. Okay. Because there are and no, there's no need for that on Akaton. There's no lakes or anything like that. So the bounty is too dense with trees and vegetation for us to drive through it. Though. Correct. You have to go on foot if you're going to go back. Okay. How do weapon um, infusions work. That's a very good question. Shit, somewhere here. With a lot of complexities. Yeah. So I weapon infusions are effectively uh, making an item magical. You cannot have, you can only have up to the items level in infusions on it. There's a way to do item in, uh, infusions here too in Fantasy Grounds, where I, it's like a drag and drop. I'm not sure if that's still functioning. I have to look into that though. 
So mm. t- talk with me offline too about it. This way I can. I was just checking because I saw a weapon infusion called obscuring that I kind of want. You can only put it on a you can only put it on a projectile weapon or a weapon that deals cold or fire damage. And when you attack with it, you release mist and it conceals you until you either move or attack again. All right, I see you too, Craig. You're doing the uh, speed suspension. I saw that. And yeah. You, you did you update your speed and everything as well? Yes, I did. All right, cool. Good, 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 good. All right. So you got now, for lack of a better perspective, I'm going to be wrapping up the session here in a few minutes. Um, but we know your Starfinder contract has been complete. Mamala is satisfied with the vials that you have given her. You've also kept one for yourself. Correct? Yes. Yep. All right. Um you now have Knuckles direct contact. So if and when you do need something, he's there as a contact for you. Um, same thing with Tails as well. They're forever in your debt. You will always have them as com- companions. You will always have them as comrades, if you will, uh, unless they are killed. Okay. <laughs> uh, other than that... You know, you know, Ferran is a douchebag. He is gunning for you now. So that's something to be very aware of. And we have the Holy Crusade. You have information uh, from Starfinder Society, all the data on these temporal anomalies that are created by these... Uh, I guess Galarian she, artifacts. Yeah, artifacts, because they're, they're the ones that you have seen is basically that that stone kind of like platform looking thing. It had some type of like shrine. It was it was a little weird. Uh, some of the other visuals that you had from the data that Kumala is has sent over to you, it's like streaming down. Like it's it's gonna take twenty four hours because there's a lot of information. Uh, Even for Outlaw as an android, that's why I gave yes. it to him, because he can compute yes, through that there's, stuff. Yes, there is a lot of data that's going to be coming through. Uh, cool. Some of the first data that you've seen that's come through is that there are also artifacts that are handheld. Like, um, they look they look almost like medallions, or some like form of jewelry. Could be wristband, bracelet, you know... Uh, doesn't quite look like something that you would want to just wear for the sake of wearing. Like it has a purpose. Um, so, what you're saying is, when all is said and done, Crexus is going to be walking around looking like a dwarf in Flava Flav. <laughs> I could not have said it better myself. And now I have to get fucking Flavor Flav audio fucking clips for the next session. Yeah, yeah boy! boy. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I have ever heard in life. Nice. <laughs> what do you know? What do you know? Did you You're just assume my it. race? Seriously? You're not hip with it. All right. But yeah, we're going we're gonna to end it on that note before you guys actually head out to the bounty. You've checked all of your gear your gear is ready to go take some time between this session and next session to think about anything that you would want specifically like you know you want to get i want i i want to i don't want to open up the floodgates completely but i want you to be able to invest in your character 
want you to be able yeah. to say five years from now we're still playing this goddamn campaign at level 20 you're gonna have something that is that you can invest in over time and help grow with you I'm, I've always never really been a fan of like hard capping weapons I would like to rather be able to scale something that will grow with you and that you can augment because it's, it's you want to use technology or magic to fuse things like we can do all that stuff you know what I mean so yeah take some time to think I, about that armor you know did we really mess things up by letting that uh, thing go that animal go <laughs> no comment <laughs> dude we're just ruining his sessions every time no you're not ruining by any means but it's uh at the very least it was probably unexpected <laughs> very unexpected extremely unexpected so now you know what it's like when i had archon all right dude that was great <laughs> was fucking gonna die this okay <laughs> in all in all honesty how did you ever expect archon to live <laughs> oh, it, I, I wasn't subtle enough with him no no he no, he was just a git. Like he tried to introduced, and he we were like, "All right, no fucking trail." And he starts taking pictures of shit. It's like, "All right, I kill him now." And then everyone's like, "No, we don't kill him yet." I'm like, okay. And then the chick Barry was like, "Okay, you're safe. You can leave now." Archon's like, "We should kill her." Like if Archon hadn't moved out of the way right then, John Barry would have killed him then. Yeah, I know. Yep. I know. You yep. told me. <laughs> yep. Like, <laughs> That's great. We were gonna kill him there. I have no idea how you didn't see that coming. Great. Like, I did. The guy who's playing the obvious sociopath, psychopath, is like, he just leans over to Barry and he goes, I don't trust this guy. He's not right in the head. Yeah, like, that man was gonna die. You fucking then, did. You fucking yeah, asked to kill him. He died and then so bad. We had just, like, I, like, DG had written his stuff and I had written my stuff and I decided that Adder and Sam have absolutely no like for Arasaka. And the guy's like, I'll work for Arasaka, you know, and we're going to pay you money for this. And then we all just decided to go. This guy goes, I work for Ara. Blam. Blam. Didn't even finish his damn sentence. That's it. Anyway, I'm going to end the session here, gentlemen. I really appreciate everybody hanging out tonight, doing a little bit more RP than usual. As expected slash unexpected off the rails, I would not have it any other way. But um, until next time, appreciate you guys hanging out. <laughs> GG's. Bye. Later days. Bye.